<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. We call them cool, those hearts that have no scars to show, the ones that never do let go, and risk the tables being turned. We call them fools who have to dance within the flame Through chance of sorrow and the shame It always comes with getting burned So But you've got to be tough when consumed by desire Cause it's not enough just to stand outside the fire Alright Nobody. Oh, that, was, that was a quick twist on that no, one. No, really. Are we about to see a freaking assault right now? Nobody. <laughs> Parents about to beat each other. I don't think anybody knows why we are playing this song. Yeah, I, you're, you're the only person on this planet who asked I know. me to play this in the beginning of the show. I know. Please explain yourself. Okay, so AEW last night. No, Wednesday night. Sorry. Yes. It's been a rough one. On AEW on Wednesday night, Cody Rhodes came out and he said, while being interviewed by Tony Schiavone, he was asked about the MJF thing, the whole, that whole bullshit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, they call them cool, those hearts that have no scars to show. And immediately I knew that it was this song because I am one of the biggest Garth Brooks fans in the world. There you go. And he may or may not have killed some people. Look at Tom Segura's Instagram. It'll be fucking hilarious. Trust wow. me. And on that note. It's good to be back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Sons of Slam is in your ears. Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, how are you? You guys recognize that voice. Let's give him a round no, of applause. No, stop He's it, back. Dan. He's back. I felt like I was dead when I was listening. Yeah, we kind of had a <laughs> like, little memorial for like you. Like a eulogy for me. I was like, wait, wait a second. And in in, in uh, full disclosure, I was, I went to in full disclosure, I was um, two seconds away from recording my own, like, sub- episode because I had so much to talk about. I know. and uh, It was a good week last week. It was a very good week last week. <laughs> it was an insanely good week last week, and I am very disturbed by what's happening in this video with Garth, Garth Brooks, so I'm just going to shut that off. Like the, the kid is now on the ground with a bloody face. I told you, bro. He's got some bodies in the back. Very weird. Um, let, let's, let's get Lil to- Lil Nas S got horses in the back. Garth Brooks got bodies <laughs> in the back. Bodies. Not the floor. <laughs> hit the floor. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to take five minutes before we start talking about other stuff. To give my take on everything that happened last week and and survive from Survivor Series and and War Games, which is going way back, and uh, let's just do this really quick. So, um, between War Games and, and Survivor Series, uh, War Games was phenomenal. Survivor Series was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, uh, the the women's uh, War Games I thought took over the entire night, especially with. Dakota Kai and her awesome turn. Uh, I thought kicking takeover the cr- stole the show 
oh, stole the weekend stole again. The weekend, yes, nothing else. No. Nothing. No. Right. NXT just is the best product. Taking over, destroying Tegan Knox, uh, creating that whole angle. I thought that was awesome. Um, I thought uh, everybody's talking about with the triple triple threat match with Pete Dunne and Killian Dane and Damian Priest, and now Damian Priest and Dunne were the two main focuses on that. And I thought Dane actually got shortchanged on 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 this. I thought he I thought he did great. I thought the match was really well put together. I mean, and well, I'm sure we're gonna get into it, but I'm pretty. He kind of rectified it on on Wednesday. On Wednesday, yes. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah, which, and I, we'll we'll get into that too because I thought Pete Dunne coming into from Survivor Series into that and losing that, it was just anyway. We'll we'll get to that. Men's War Game, um, which I thought was was just amazing, especially with Kevin Owens uh, and his his surprise. He brought back the old KO shit. <coughs> yes, with the tape. I I really thought that um that would have led to a program with him fading into NXT, especially with what he was saying with Seth Rollins and blah blah blah. I was kind of disappointed with that. 142420 uh, we, we shall see uh, Dakota Kai uh, blah 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 and there's your war games that's it um, <laughs> I uh, I thought again I thought everything with that was even though it was such a short card it was amazing with the way they pulled it off um, Survivor Series uh, start with a stupid um, Leo Rush and Akira Tozawa and Kalisto I mean, that, it actually thought it wasn't stupid I actually thought it was pretty good I yeah, you said stupid I thought you could go Brock Lesnar match you know what? Let me. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, I think I know what you're going to say, and I probably agree. But go on. Viking Raiders, uh, New Day and Undisputed Era. Viking Raiders actually win, and I'm getting sick and tired of them because they keep fighting uh, jobbers, and that's just a waste of their talent. To put them up against somebody uh, respectable. How long um, did Braun Strowman freaking face jobbers? That's my question. You know what I mean? But they're the champs. They're True. the champs. There. I mean, like, it, I said this a couple weeks ago. I was like, why are we putting the champs up against jobbers? Like, you, you're already the champs. I get it if you're an established group. Like, if Ascension just came up from NXT and you put them up against jobbers, yes, you do that because that's how that works. Yeah. But they got the belts already. What are we doing? I don't know. Anyway, all right. Um, the Women's Survivor Series match. Uh, did, you, did you honestly think that, that NXT was going to pull out this the win? I, prob- I originally thought it was going to go down to the wire, maybe have, like, SmackDown and NXT tied going into it. Mm-hmm. Into the last match, maybe NXT pulls away, maybe mm-hmm. maybe SmackDown pulls away. I didn't see Raw winning it at all. Right. And the only thing I saw Raw winning was actually the women's match, and that turned out yeah, not right. turned out wrong. Yeah. It was pretty pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy feat what they pulled off, being quote unquote the develop development roster. And with that being said, I, I feel like they had to do that because especially if you're going up against AEW, this yeah. is this is your product. Can't have them look weak against your Wednesday competition. Mm-hmm. So that's that was my assumption is that they were going to win. Uh, I thought it was yeah. I thought it was going to be a little closer. I thought everybody would have been tied and NXT would have pulled away by one. But yeah. by the damn last damn match, everybody's like, oh, we're raw, you're out. Sorry, <laughs> you can't. Uh, you have nothing to say. Um, Which is why I, uh, even going into it, I thought Raw was going to win the last match. Just because it was like, yo, Raw got one win in Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah, especially with Becky Lynch. Yeah. Their, their quote unquote premiere show got a win, one win. And that was it? No more. No more. Premier. Makes sense that Becky didn't get pinned, though. You set that up for Mania. Yeah. There you go. Um, and that's the start of your four horse win. <laughs> <laughs> this thing better come up in the next, like, five years. I'm telling you right now. Between now. Five, five months. Between now and the time that the Wilpons let go of the Mets <laughs> and, and give up uh, possession of that, they should have a four horse woman against four horse woman thing yeah. going on. We shall see. They should have also a four horsemen versus the 
Children of Four Horsemen. See if that could happen. Oh. The breaking hips. No, I'm sorry. The modern day Four Horsemen. Right. The Undisputed Era. Right. Just against, against like, who, Fla- like kids. Flair, Anderson, uh, oh, <laughs> Tully, Tully's in uh, AEW. Yeah, they're kids. Oh, they're Tessa, kids. Charlotte. Oh, <laughs> I want the OG. I want the OG Four uh. Horsemen. And let's see them come, come down and break a hip. Um, Have Arn Anderson to <laughs> give out one spine buster, one spine. walk to the back. Because <laughs> he can't Too move. Too old for the shit. He can't move his arm. Oh, that's not a shame. Um, no, Arn. No, not arm. No, I'm saying he can't move his arm. Oh, I thought you said he can't move his arm. Because his arm funny. is. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed the Women's Survivor Series match. The only issue I had with it was why in the hell did. Can, what was the point of having Candice LeRae and Io Shirai get hurt at the same time just to come back? My question is, uh, uh, I'm only concerned with the second part of the question. Why did they come back? Why did they come back? You know what I mean? So it looked like Rhea could have done it herself. Rhea could have done it herself. It just it made it look a little weak because now she was, thing. She was also, technically alone, but she wasn't alone. You never made mention if she was the lone survivor or not, or if they were still part of the match. They, they, were, they were never eliminated. They were never eliminated, but they said they were taken back due to medical reasons. Which I think is stupid. Which I guess is quote-unquote being eliminated. Right. Like, what? Why? But then if that was the case, then everybody should be able to come out and distract Rhea Ripley. Yeah. That just, it was just stupid. It was stupid. The match itself was good. I liked the end with Rhea and, and Sasha. But uh, it was just it was just weird how they did that. Yeah. Um, surpri- <laughs> Again, this is some, some surprising matches here that I, I had no interest in whatsoever. Strong, Nakamura, and, and Styles. Strong had a, a amazing turnout with this match. His cardio is incredible. Now, I know that they say <laughs> they that. They keep saying that. They but keep it is saying true. that on television, but it, it is really fucking true. He just like, keeps running back and forth. He's nuts. He is nuts. He did war games. Yeah. He was the first competitor in war games. Mm-hmm. And then he had a triple threat the next night. Which is another thing, too. Why having war games the night before? Yeah. I would have done it maybe the week before. Yeah. Week after. Something like that. Or Friday. Or so, I don't know. Friday? I, I don't know. So, something else. Friday in Saudi Arabia? Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, well, listen, we, we did Thursday at, at 11 o'clock in the morning at Saudi Arabia, so I, I guess we can do it. I just, any other day, but the day before Survivor Series, it just it, it even though they won. Well, they're quote, doing won. away with it now because the next takeover is going to be a solo a takeover. Right. Like February 16th or something like yeah, that. As it should be. In Portland? Yeah. As it should be. Portland, Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. So that match was really, really good. Really hope we don't have any listeners from Portland. <laughs> It'd be funny. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mention somebody. Just listen to our show. It's This is dedicated to you. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne. Um, surprisingly, another good match. I mean, not surprisingly, but uh, this was actually... Uh, Cole just puts on really good shit. NXT and, stole the show. NXT, yes. NXT stole the show for the yeah the the, the entirety of the show. Um and speaking of not NXT, Daniel Bryan and the Fiends, and a good match. Why? Because Daniel Bryan is the shit. Um, yeah, hell yeah. He brought back the S movement. He brought it back. Full face turn now. Could uh, could have him back. About uh, can we also talk about uh, while we're in the midst of all this? And I see that they have a picture of um, Randy Orton giving Damian Priest the RKA with his crotch all up in our faces here. What is with the immediate face turns of Orton and Elias and? Who else was it? Not, uh, yeah, Elias. Elias and, and Orton. The Orton one makes sense to me because, like, going into Monday, mm. you have Drew as a heel. You have Seth slowly starting to become a heel. Mm. 
and you have AJ as a heel in the entire OC. It's mm-hmm. a lot of heels in your quote main event picture. I know. I, no, I'm not asking why he did it. I'm asking how it happened. Like oh. it just it was like a sudden like oh okay I like you now like yeah. you, me and Ricochet are friends like there was no development of that story. I'll as be to honest. Why it was flipped. I don't think Randy Orton needs a lot to turn face or turn heel. So he just rides that line. Yeah, he toes the line. But when he goes full, he goes full. Mm. You yes. never, never mind. I'm not going to fucking say it. Okay. You never go full. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. I'm just a dude disguised as another dude playing <laughs> a dude. I don't know. <laughs> playing a re. Um, <laughs> playing a re. <laughs> um, so. What's the easiest way to kill one? Never mind. Never mind. Uh, never up. <laughs> See. Told that line. Uh, Towing the line. Towing the, the line. Who do we have? Uh, the men's match here. Uh, not Team SmackDown. Oh yeah, Team SmackDown one uh, with freaking Reigns. Um, this I told I told my friend Rob. I said I have no interest. This is one match I have no interest in, and it ended up being one of the better matches of the night uh, because of NXT and Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. If there are two people that came out looking like ultra superstars now, ultra ultra rocket strapped to their back type superstars, yes. is Keith Lee and Rhea Ripley. Yes, because. The stuff that they did for their team, and even though Keith Lee didn't win, he still got that crazy sign of respect from from Roman. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, you know Roman could have bowed. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of you know give it back to him. Mm-hmm. Like a pound, I guess. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> that's it's, it's what Roman does. That's his thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Why would you have Keith go for the bow if you're just gonna give him a pound anyway? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> um, it was weird. He deserves it. Keith Lee's the best. Uh, another surprising match, which I actually got an enjoyment out of, not because he got his ass kicked, which was which was good. First of all, I appreciated that Mysterio didn't get uh, squashed. Second of all, I appreciated that he took a shit ton of bumps from Lesnar. The other aspect of it was I appreciated that now, <laughs> when they turned it around and the pipe came into play, that Dominic got into the ring and the two of them just went at it. And even though, I, and I also appreciate, even though I'm going to hate saying this. I appreciate that Lesnar won because it's realistic. Where, whereas if Mysterio won, it would have to be a lot more shit to pull out. It drops Kane's uh, momentum. Not momentum, like his, his stock. His stock. Understood. But with that being said, and again, I, I, I was marking out. I think this was the one match I actually marked out a little more than the others because of just the way everything was starting, like all of a sudden Dominic and, and Mysterio working together. It was just, it, I thought it was a cool little thing. Um, and then you know, Lesnar just destroyed them both. Uh, makes sense. It makes sense. And then surprising disappointment of the night with the main event, which also reports saying that McMahon did not like at all was the ladies match. I heard he also changed it on the fly. <clears throat> to? To what happened. It, it just looked it, – it, I, don't, I don't understand. I said this to a friend of mine. I just don't understand why it, being as good as these three, three women are – how Bailey just looks so weak from time to time. It's like it just it just it never is consistent. It's a heel. She looks like a coward. Like that. I, even I can when see she was them a face, even when that. she was a face, she had like this kind of like weird. It's like throwing matches. Like she had. I remember matches that she had with like Lacey Evans and uh, yeah, just like like weak matches. I don't know. I don't it's, know. it's 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 odd to see what they're doing to Bailey. You know, it is. Maybe it was that whole AEW thing that went viral. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at my my belt's not on the bottom right. Yeah, um, let's go W A E now. <laughs> <laughs> Women of all elite. 
Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's that, part that, of the Nightmare Collective. That got okay. a uh, <laughs> Nightmare Collective, unreal. Um, and as I thought, and scrolling down on this, I gave it a bad grade. It was it was just a weird match. It was a weird bad match. Uh, I do like the fact that uh, Lynch didn't get pinned. Um, it, it made Bailey look weak by getting pinned, and Basil looks more over than than she did before. Uh, overall, it was I thought it was a good pay per view. It was surprisingly better than I thought. Um, this is how I will say this now. Uh, we'll fast forward to uh, talk about it later on. Also, this is how you book something where you you book everything, you storyline it ahead of time, as opposed to the complete opposite spec- spectral uh, spectrum of what, what's happening now with TLC, where nothing is advertised. Mm-hmm. There are no matches advertised. Why? Yeah. Because apparently they think that uh, if with, with people signing up, and I read this, if people signing up, if you don't advertise anything yet. You can have them peak interest until the very last second. All right, I get it. I thought I would. I've thought the same thing too until Stomping Grounds, and then that's not so much. Yeah, you did the same thing with that, and that turned out to be a complete shit show. The same thing with Hell in a Cell, pretty much. Yeah. So I just hope that they start booking matches because what is that's like two weeks away. It's uh, next Sunday. Less than two weeks away. It's next Sunday. Next Sunday, not. Right, not this weekend. Next weekend, it's less than two weeks away. Yeah, they need to start putting together some matches. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get you know Fiend Daniel Bryan again. We'll get. Uh, I think we're going to get a, a. I was reading somewhere that they might do a triple threat a women's tag team match. Okay, so that should be interesting. Becky and Charlotte as a tag team. I'm telling you, they're going to win the belts. I don't know if it's now. I don't know if it's a couple months, but they will win the women's tag team titles. I I, I feel like we're, we're, we'll get to it too. So since we just brought her up, um, we were talking outside before the the show about uh, Corey Graves' podcast and uh, him. He was talking about uh, uh, Charlotte Flair, uh-huh. and I have to agree with. He said that I he goes I miss my queen. They, they pretty much have her like um, now. I'm paraphrasing. Pretty much have her in like this limbo. Um, and she looks like she is just so disinterested that you can tell in her matches like she just has no care about what she's doing in the ring. Yeah. Um, why? Why all of a sudden now you're putting putting going through the motions of these matches with her? Why are we doing this with her as one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time? You gotta. I understand you have to like. To have different, diversify your portfolio and kind of make it different than what you were doing, and so now, the, but at least establish you you, ha- you were with Nat- Natalia, that's gone. Yeah. Now you with Becky, that's so and so. Now you're doing a two on one. You're getting you you have an amazing match, one of the best matches of Raw, where you have you know her against you know Kabuki Warriors. It she loses like, that. To me, it seems like they're trying to get her a tag team partner so that she can win the belts, so that she has every belt. Under her her uh, tutelage, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know what I mean. Mm. I don't even know if that was the right. That's word, not the, word. the no. first one that came to my mind. No, it's not. Uh, it seems also that it's a little bit of we're going to put this superstar in limbo so that when she does skyrocket, it'll be even that much greater for the fans. Mm. So that's what I think about it. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your uh, your insight. All right, so. We talked about uh, what do you have outside the ring? 
Um, I, I mentioned really quickly about the Mets and how all Mets fans are, are jumping for joy now. Okay, so... With the sale of, of said Mets. WWE fans will be jumping for joy again because... For sure. John Morrison. Johnny. Johnny Nitro, Johnny Impact, Johnny... Which, yeah. Johnny whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yes. Johnny Molina. What a, stuff like that. We, <laughs> yeah. What a weird situation because this whole story came out like months ago. Yeah, it was rumored to come out months ago. Nobody ever confirmed it. And then even John Morrison went online, maybe even Twitter, hmm. and said, yeah, I haven't signed anything yet. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I said it a couple weeks ago when the when the story dropped that uh, the week before he was on Being the Elite. Hmm. I don't know if he had a speaking part in it, but you he was say, yeah. on that YouTube show. You didn't mention that. Yeah. So it was interesting to find out that he has now signed with WWE. And I'm very happy. Hmm. And I want the uh, It crowd to come back. The it team, it team, yeah, get that back. That'd be awesome. And I don't want Vince to put no like, oh, we'll make him the it team, like you know, it. We'll make him technical, you know, technicians, yeah. internet technicians. <laughs> <laughs> oh he God, come out in ties. He, he would. Look, he already comes out in a tie. <laughs> he would. Um, did we talk about this last week? Uh, or did we talk about it two weeks ago when uh, McMahon was was pissed off with CM Punk? Uh, no, that was that was last week's raw. So Rollins. Which called out CM which Punk. Which I didn't see again, but you didn't go see on. that. So Rollins called out CM Punk when Rollins had everybody had the round robin thing in the ring with everybody standing outside the ring and he basically called them bitches and you, you all screwed up. Yeah. And how he, he called out CM Punk's name. Even though the, the crowd was After chanting. The chant. Yeah, yeah, crowd. yeah. Yeah. So what do you. I, I, I know you. Now it's it was easier before to basically just ignore it or say something as, as Stephanie McMahon would famously and. Uh, awesomely do basically squash the crowd and you know end that whole chant. So now that he's back in WWE, uh, air quotes not really especially signed with WWE yet, but they're Here's chanting they're chanting his name. So mm-hmm. is Rollins not supposed to acknowledge that? And so when he does, then McMahon gets pissed. And so apparently he gets backstage and he, he has a shit fit over yeah him, him announcing. There's the, two names you're never supposed to say inside <laughs> a WWE ring: mm. CM Punk, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. There you go. There you go. So it, I think he was, he's, according to the report, he was more pissed that it's not something that he can even establish right now because he's not under contract. Yeah. So even as far as a match, like I can't advertise a match. People want this match. Can't advertise it because he's not signed. So, I, you know, you're, you're killing me here, Smalls. Uh, come on, see. I know. Uh, February 16th was uh, the next uh, takeover. We mm-hmm. talked about that. Uh, blah, 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 blah. David Batista. Oh, yes. And Dana Brooke. Giving the D. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Batista uh-huh. for trying to pick up a current WWE superstar as all sh- online. As he should. He's a, he's, a, he's a Mac. Yeah, but it's not even like DMs. He's tweeting her oh, so straight that up. everybody can see. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Well, she did Legend. it first. She did it first. I thought he did it first. She did it first. What did she say? Do you remember? I will. Please hold. Please hold continue talking amongst yourselves while uh, I look this up. But yes, I believe I, she reached out because she's a she's a man whore, and he responded. And he also is a man whore. <laughs> yes. So, you know, two man whores make there a you go. make four. <laughs> four whores. Four whores. Four whores. Men. Four whores. Are you going? We just crack ourselves up. Oh boy. Oh man. Uh, Seamus is back finally, <laughs> fella. Back again. Seamus uh, back. Tell a friend. Yeah, nothing really else to report on that. I guess we'll find out tonight, see if anything happens. Okay. Tonight would be Friday night. Uh, yes, that's, that's right. Um, Stu Bennett. Oh, my tummy. 
sorry. <laughs> do you have to shit? Do you have to fart right no, now? No, none of those had anything to do with each other. Oh, jeez. Okay. I think I was pushing in oh. on the on the seat oh. over here, and it's just kind of jeez. I got a little, oh. a little pain. Oh, a little pain. A little toot. Uh, stu- no, not a toot. <laughs> it probably will be in a couple minutes, All but right, please, uh, please warn me. We'll uh, we'll get there. Please warn me. Stu Bennett, formerly known as Wade Barrett or Bad News Barrett or yes. whatever the fuck you want to call him. Yes. King Barrett also. He is set to replace Mr. Jim Cornette on NWA Power hmm. because uh, Cornette made an Africa joke. <laughs> yes. Way back when. Yes. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Same uh-huh. joke apparently he did in the 80s. So, yeah. you know, maybe Jim, you know, come up with a couple new lines. Hmm. You know, comedians always dump their sets after they use them pretty much after a, after specials recorded. That's it. Maybe you, uh, maybe you get rid of that fried chicken bucket line you got. It might be the best. <laughs> it, might might, be the, it might be for the best. That might be for the best. Speaking of um, chicken buckets. <laughs> speaking of chicken bucket, I can't wait to go to uh, Chick Fil A after this. Um, what the hell with your dude? Uh, what's his name? Tim White? Not Tim White. That's a ref- that's a referee. Uh, your announcer for your San Francisco Niners uh, talking about uh, Lamar Jackson and the footballs. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was. Listen, as a half black man, I will say this. Uh, I, I don't think. As another half black man, <laughs> I tend to agree. <laughs> I tend to agree. I don't think that it was a racist statement. Be- with that being said, it was a stupid statement. Yes. And, uh, and, then, and then after that with, that, with that being said, with that that being said, it's probably true. Yep. <laughs> it's a hot take. It, yeah. It's a probably true statement, but it was worded poorly. Yeah, and I'm just really glad that you said it instead of me because <laughs> I would have gotten shit for it if I brought it up. And listen, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, it, you look at it, if it's dark, it's dark football. It's, if it's wet, Yeesh. If, it's, if it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> if yeah. it's a dark human being. See, I'm dark on the inside. <laughs> Why, what does that even mean? Uh, my head, In my body, head. I don't even know what I'm I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Where, what day is it? What's going on? What year so, are we in? If it is a dark <laughs> night with a wet football, makes it look darker, on a dark uniform with a dark arm, and you see the pictures online, I'm like, you know what? I will agree with that statement. Again, with that being said, you said it probably the, the poorest way possible. And, and there the poorest was no time, too. Poorest time, and there was no thought put into that. Uh, yeah. Those year niners who lost, by the way. May I remind you? Moving on. Oh, please. I to how they I lost? I sure. No, 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 so no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. I can't deal with the... F- uh, I, I can't. This is bringing me back to 2013 in the Super Bowl. I just... I can't do it right now, man. I, I need that energy for when the Super Bowl actually comes and we're in it mm-hmm. against the Ravens. Against the Ravens. Because uh, <laughs> uh, that, that replay that, that that match. Speaking of which, also, by the way, uh, Colin Kaepernick getting no love. Way to ruin my day. <laughs> no love whatsoever from any... NFL teams and as he should as he should not he put on a hell of a workout okay and you as he should or should not he shouldn't get oh, okay all right all right oh uh, well yeah okay yeah he shouldn't okay he put on a hell of a workout sure now he could have put on a hell of a workout and still had you know no media coverage why do you have to have the media out there well, you see that's were, your problem you knew they were gonna go out there anyway it doesn't matter it's Colin Kaepernick exactly but they weren't allowed in to where the NFL had agreed to meet him that's why nobody went to the tryout because Kaepernick was just like, "Oh, this is a media stunt." Oh no, it was a di- that was a dick move on his yeah. part. On his part, like, why would you do that? You're looking to get a job. Mm-hmm. It's either you're looking to get a job or you're looking to make a name for yourself. And the NFL is not the type of people for them to make a name for themselves, not through football, right? But he's doing this and making it seem like he's the bad person, which you know, 
Some people may think he is. Some people think he's not. Whatever you want to think, he fucked up on this one. Right. You know, whether he was protesting for good or for bad, however you want to feel about it, Mm. he fucked up this time. He might have not fucked up last time. He might have been blackballed. But he fucked up this time because you had everything going for you. And you wanted media there, and that's what's going to hinder your football career? Like, come on. You're also bringing a fucking bad name on my 49ers, and I don't appreciate it. I don't like it, motherfucker. I think that. So glad I never got a Kaepernick jersey. I, <laughs> my mom was so smart, got me Patrick Willis. Thank you. By, by the way, Thank you, I mom don't think, and dad. I, I don't, <laughs> thanks, mom and dad. I don't think that they were even there for the, uh, the, the trial. Why would they need to be? Exactly. So I will say this. I will say that I, whether you're, like, as you just said, whether you agree or disagree with what he was doing, he had the right to do it because it's you can protest peacefully. That's what we why we live in this country. It's it's the greatest country in the world. With that being said, do it at a better time. It's still uh, listen. It's still a peaceful protest. It's, it's I understand. This, it's still a country. peaceful protest. You're in this the, free, freedom of this country to do what and express the way you want to. Um, I'm just saying, me personally. Okay. I was always taught that national anthem comes on. You remove your hat and you stand up. Okay. I'll even do it in my own house. Maybe not stand up. I'll still take off my I was going to say, did you, <laughs> well, I just had this, we're going to have this conversation. The same conversation I just had where I said, I understand that. I get that. Actually, my friend Jackie. I, I understand and get that. With that being said, when I go to a Yankee game and I'm standing on the concession line and all of a sudden I hear we're about to sing the national anthem, I will turn around and take my hat off yeah. and, and put my hand over my heart and face the flag. Meanwhile, while that's happening... Can I get two beers and uh, people talking? Uh, foot long, cuz not even not even that. Just people still walking, walking back and forth. Kids, uh, uh, parents, grown ass adults. I don't blame walking. the kids. I don't blame the kids. At all. I don't blame the kids. Either, I'm blame saying their parents to stop is what I'm saying. I, I'm I'm standing there trying to do this, and I'm like watching this at the same time. Half of me is in it. Half of me is like, this is the most disrespectful shit. My stepmom's dad. Anytime there was national anthem playing, even in his house, you stand up, you take your fucking hat off. First off, you shouldn't have a hat in the house. <laughs> yes, why do you have a hat in the house? <laughs> but regardless, whenever that national anthem gets comes on, you mm. stand your ass up and you put your hand over your heart and pledge that you are in the fucking greatest country in the world. With that being yes, absolutely. With that being said, he had the right to do it. Pledge your loyalty to us, goddammit. <laughs> Sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> he had the right to do it, but he definitely screwed himself over. Screwed and, the pooch on that. And one. and made himself look like an asshole to the point where if he had just done what they had set up for him. That's why he, he, he wanted to break rank because he was like, I, I'm doing it on my terms, my rules. You screwed the pooch because they were able to, thanks to Jay-Z, work this situation out for you. And now what do you do? You're like, I'm not doing it in an NFL arena. I'm doing it on my own place. Come an hour away where where initially was. And we'll, we'll set this whole thing up. You screwed it. And then, not only that, you made it even worse with after the whole tryout, and you're talking to the, to the, the media yeah. saying that Goodell, Balls in their court now. Balls in their court. What the fuck, man? De- 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 degrading Goodell. Come on. I, Goodell's a dick, but you degrading him, degrading your boss, supposed to boss, future boss, possible future boss, was not a good look. Anyway, I'm done with that. Back to Wrestling. Batista. And, oh, Batista, yes. And uh, Dana Brooke. I don't know how we got from Batista and Dana Brooke. It was very Colin weird. Um, was, I was like, oh, but started talking about the Mets. Into the, okay, anyway, all right. So Whatever. Batista said uh, on Twitter, he started off by saying, and I'm single, WTF. Uh, shortly after that, after that announcement, a fan suggested that he go on a date 
with Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke. Tagging Brooke in a message, she responded, at Dave, at Dave Batista, I mean, we already discussed it. Just send me what I requested. Oh. Maybe I'll share it. Then you can decide from there, LOL. Batista, at Dana Brooke, WWE, sup. Just <laughs> <laughs> sup. Sup, bitch. <laughs> sup, along with emoji eyes and a black and white photo of himself. And Brooke replied. His headshot? <laughs> I guess it was his headshot. I'm not sure. At Dave Batista, oh, not much. You? <laughs> It's like it's like the the most subtle booty call ever. Um, blah 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 blah. He's fifty. She's thirty. Um, he's fifty. He's fifty. I seen you've been getting those squats in. He tweeted <laughs> with a peach emoji. <laughs> there we go. Dave. There we go. Now I just took a turn. There we go, Dave. Took a turn for the better. Later inquired about a gym. Brooke did, which Batista seemed to have an answer for. I do yeah, actually. He owns a gym right just around. Just so the block happens that I ha- have much. my own gym. Lions Den. Two squat racks. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> it just went it went out from there. Uh, Brooke replied to a message. Likely the fans following the exchange I had only dreamed of says, sounds like a date. Also, I'm sure you can teach me a couple things I can use in the ring. Dash. Also the squat racks, too. <laughs> so we're just going to say that Batista is going to be laying on the floor while she squats? Uh, there it is. Yep. There oh, it that's is. That's I thought. And there it is. What the hell is Dave going to te- teach Dana about in the ring? I don't know. How to like sexy time? Throw the back out. <laughs> anyway, anywho, um, are we getting uh, are we getting uh, Garrett Cole? Apparently, there's all all reports that Yankees are full blown in on signing Garrett Cole. Did you hear? Do you know how uh, Cashman was able to sign CC back in 2008, 2007, something traveling like that? to his actual house in California, so his actual house, yes. He was and, in California, and and Cece was like, "I'm not signing with them until unless, he actually got." Yeah. And sure enough, if he, he, he was like, "If he comes to my house, I will sign with them." Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Brian Cashman showed up to his house and signed them. Yep, I really hope that that happens. And now Cece, now Cece is said to be helping out with the signing because he's also from California, and so he can help out. I heard that uh, that well, obviously, everybody heard that they're all in on you know, no pun intended. Ah. They're all in on uh, on Garrett Cole. Yes, even Michael K said. They're all in so much that Brian Cash, like, this is their top priority right now. Mm. They really, you know, I guess Strasburg is just going on. Strasburg, Scherzer, who won the MVP from the World Series? Scherzer. Right? I think it was Strasburg. I think so. It, it's, honestly, they kind of both look the same to me. I never really got a good look at their faces. Uh, ow! Against my own people? <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> God damn it. Strasburg. I'm fucking racing. Is this Strasburg? It's just Strasburg, yeah. I could have sworn it was Scherzer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I guess they're really not so much worried about Scherzer. They really want to get Cole. I mean, it makes sense, obviously, just to you know, get back, maybe get a couple uh, steel steel signing mm. sign mm-hmm. stealing tips. Thank yes, you. Yes. Yes. So have a stroke. Oh, a little bit. A little bit. Um, Does anyone smell burnt toast? <laughs> <laughs> See flashes. NWA Powers uh, first season, uh, the final episode aired uh, this week. Power, er, er. Power, er, er. And uh, I don't know why. Why did he do that? <laughs> why is it three R's? Is that, is that so much power you need three R's? No. Doesn't make sense. We went through this before. Let's what? not get sued. Oh, right. 50 cents all about his money. Cause. So why three? Why not two? At two. Why not four? Because you want that power hard R at the end. No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Here we go with the racing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, that was Cornette's last uh, episode. 
Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense because, you know, Because you whole, know he can't say stuff like that. He pretty much dropped the hard R, but, you know, not in so <laughs> yes. nice at terms. We talked about John Moore. Um, so now we talk about uh, Dio. And Dio. R- Ronnie James. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Dio Madden. <laughs> yeah. Dio Madden. Ronnie James Dio. Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> Rest Dio, in peace. Dio Madden. Oh. Dio Madden. Too soon. Dio Madden is out of the Raw commentating team. Out. Out for good. Uh, so they... Replaced by Samoa Joe temporarily, hopefully. Temporarily, yes. Uh, which is good because he is amazing at the commentating. And Dio, Exceptional. I did not see that coming. Dio, no, neither did I. And Dio was not. So they noticed this and yanked him, which is what the whole angle was with... Dio was getting there, though. Brock Lesnar. He could have gotten a couple more... <laughs> I agree. I agree that they could have given him a little, maybe like another month or two to kind of work it out. Yeah. They did not have that kind of patience, apparently. And I feel so. like they were going to give him that month or two. And then by the time they saw Samoa Joe on commentary, they were just like, all right, we got a better person. Here. And then <laughs> I think that, that all the stars aligned and Dio was like, I kind of really don't want to do this. And they were like, well, if you don't want to do this, we can send you to NXT type thing. Which is probably for the best. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening with Dio. Uh, how little we knew thee. Um Let's see here. I got an AEW thing. Yes, please. The Maryland State Athletic Commission is investigating Moxley versus Omega at full gear. Mm. Quote, the commission specifically prohibits wrestlers from lacerating themselves, blading, Mm. or their opponents, and the commission also prohibits introducing human and or animal blood into a match. (laughs) Now, first question. I want to see. First question is, how can we get animal blood into a match? You took the words right out of my mouth. When have we ever seen animal blood in a, ma- in a match? Unless it's like, unless there was something Undertaker esque that I missed back in the nineties. Undertaker, I, maybe British Bulldog, maybe uh, something. Coco Beware. <laughs> trying to think of other than Jake hey, the there, Snake. There you go. Yes. I'm, I'm sort of. Are we on Damian sort of three now? Or sacrifice. Something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Really. Some sort of sacrifice of blood. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. The That's, Boogeyman would have made sense to do a sacrifice yes, though. Yes. Like uh, so wait, so what, Santeria. The, What's what? the other one? Voodoo Santeria. Yeah, I think that's the only I two, right? It. Yeah, yeah. Santeria was definitely the one that I meant to say. So the what, Cubans. What about the the blood that like Stephanie McMahon got dumped with back in the day? Or like, wrestlers get dumped with blood all the time. Like what? Uh, did I miss something? They have uh, transfusions in the back. Okay, that's enough. So they just uh, <laughs> there you go. They contacted the New York Blood Center right. and was like, uh, "Hey, can we get like a gallon." This is save lives, yeah, but we need it for for an yeah, area, yeah. and we'll pay you a lot of money. Okay, we sure. got we got a wrestling show to put on, and they're like, and and <laughs> you know we, they make fake blood, yeah, but we when we need something like real. Imagine like yeah, we got a wrestling wrestling show to put on. They're like what, and they're like, I get it, don't worry, <laughs> I got you, you got it, I got, I got your back, right? <laughs> yeah. I got it right here for you. Um, Just need free tickets. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so has there been any update? And by, by the way, uh, any update? And wasn't there a name like a uh, not with AEW, but somebody that actually ratted him out. For what? For doing that. I did not see that far into it. The I, only thing that I saw was that they were investigating it. I think there was a wrestler that uh, I read that uh, is an independent scene that might have like tipped him off. Said, "Listen, you should look. You should look." I did this. read something like that. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember who the wrestler was. I'll find out for you. But uh, it was uh, definitely interesting take. Did you watch Starcade? I did not. Did not. I watch a couple bits of it. That part with uh, Kevin Owens and Lashley. Okay. I saw that. I saw mm-hmm. that whole interaction. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's especially with the, the, the whole card. Nobody cares. Um, 
So it was. I honestly care more about if Lana A is pregnant <laughs> or B if that was a push up bra or she just is pregnant and they are getting bigger. <laughs> she is the worst on the mic. <laughs> she is the absolute worst. Like she's, she said that she hasn't yeah. had sex with any other man before in her life. And, and Yo, <laughs> bullshit. Joe, bullshit. Joe's you, like, what? <laughs> you are. You were married. <laughs> a Lakers cheerleader. You're a Lakers cheerleader who was in a soft... T- wait, was that Lana soft or was that cor- Carmella? Softcore porn. Uh, Carmella, by the way. Oh, my bad. Still, regardless. You were she a model. A, she you was were in a Cinemax sh- uh, uh, skin flick. No, it was Cinemax. It wasn't Skinemax. That's the same thing. No, Skinemax is the porn. That's softcore porn. Yeah, but I didn't see That's any where it came porn from. part of it. Let's, let's, let's hold on. Time out, time out. What? That's where it came from. What? Skinemax. Yeah. Cinemax. Yes, I know that. So what are you saying? You're saying no. I'm saying it, I didn't see a softcore porn. I didn't think that was a softcore porn. With CJ. CJ Perry. Perry in. The most porn. recent one. You're talking about the one back in the day. I'm talking about. Well, there's a recent one? She was in like a movie recently. Pause the whole show. I got I to gotta look this up. I got to watch this and I'll be back. No. Um. Really? Yeah. She was in a movie recently. Uh, That's what I thought you were talking no, about. No, I'm talking about the one back in the day. Then no, I have not seen it. Anyway, uh, okay, so, and, so uh, look that up. <laughs> I, look that I up. will be ordering Cinemax when I get home. <laughs> um, Starcade was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It was just a weird start uh, with with Flair and the mic at Kevin Owens show. It's just like you know having Kevin Owens show on top of the other fifteen different shows is still kind of weird. But it was weird that uh, another version of you. Is the name of it another version of you? Look, look at that. Uh, she's in glasses and pigtail. Oh my god! Yep, that was that the pick. No, was that that still this shot? It's a different movie. Another version of you. Available on Blu-ray tw- on November twenty-sixth. It's already out. Yeah, straight to DVD. I gotta go to Walmart. Um, God bless Walmart. God bless Walmart and their their bins. See, they'll look. They'll look pregnant. Pregnant boobs. Yeah. She doesn't look pregnant, but the boobs look pregnant. Yeah. Boobs. Amazing. Just amazing. God bless the internet, man. If I she tell could, you. If she could just talk in the mic as good as she looks, it'd be so much better. I love that Kevin Owens brought out the fact that she used to have a Russian accent. It's like, where did the, the accent come from? Where did the huh? accent <laughs> You just pulled a uh, Kofi Kingston. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, Starcade, by the way, um, was okay. It was very weird with Flair. Like, the whole segment in the beginning was... Uh, was bad because the mic wasn't working, so they had to switch mics, and then they finally get to the match. They had well, the network crashed. The network crashed, so they had to air, they had to sh- live stream it on YouTube. Yeah, that yeah. was hilarious to me. Just weird. Why <laughs> did the network crash for, for that? <laughs> for not for Mania, but for Starcade, which was a house show, a glorified house show. Yeah, this is very weird. Um, you know what else is weird? That they had all these matches and they had. Th- Three? They had three dark matches in this whole thing. So they had... Uh, We're talking about AEW now? No, I'm talking about Starcade. <laughs> I know, yeah, really. They, they had Seth and... and, uh, and I'm sorry. They had Roman and Corbin. Uh-huh. They had uh, KO and Lashley. And then they get into the Fiend and Strowman, which apparently was a shit match uh, in a steel cage. That was a dark match. They had Seth and, uh, and Rowan in a dark match. And then they had Nakamura and Zayn, which Zayn actually wrestled 
against the Miz in a handicap uh, oh, IC title dark I, match. I, I thought you meant Nakamura versus Zayn. No, Nakamura and Zayn versus Miz in a handicap match, and New Day versus Revival in a tag team dark match. Did I, I mean, was this during like the the crash where they just couldn't get it in time over to YouTube, or they just decided like we're gonna put all the good matches in dark matches? So you guys get to see this, and then we put the shit on yeah. the actual network. I really would have rather, much rather have seen a freaking Lashley-Rusev last man standing match, which hopefully we'll get at, at, at TLC. TLC, which was not announced yet. But I don't even think that it's going to happen because they're looking to cut two matches from what they already have. Yeah. That hasn't been announced. <laughs> Nothing's announced. We're going to cut stuff that we haven't even talked about yet. WWE, am I right? Um, well, let's get out of WWE. Let's, let's talk about, uh, oh, how about uh, AEW? Ratings. Did we talk about the ratings? We said the ratings already. Six thousand. Yes, we did. We said uh, sixteen. No, we talked about it before we went live. I mean, six thousand, six thousand more uh, viewers for yeah. AEW this week. Yeah, and then uh, one last week, which last week to me was the first official NXT only victory. Okay, because they won back to back, but the first week was coming out of Survivor Series. Well, this is the first week that right, right. But now this is the first week back where there's no pay per views involved at all. Like there's nothing attached to. Well, it's. last week was that too. Well, last week was like it was the 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 uh, NXT after Survivor Series. E- yes, yes. So I'm you, sorry. you were still off that that glow, uh-huh. <laughs> the the NXT glow, yeah. the hangover, uh, the hangover from when they won. So this week was the first week that they kind of pushed that all that to the side. So AEW won by six thousand though. That's by what six, should it's be not, right. That should be noted because it is. It, it's not always that close, right? So yep. I would love to see you, can you imagine if NXT won next week by like two hundred. <laughs> I would like to see like I want to see it by the number the, to the the T yeah. the exact number. I want it to the one hundredth decimal <laughs> yes. point. I want three bitches after that. All it means that dot. <laughs> there you go. All it means is it's good for wrestling. It just the the competition's good. Um, WWE VR apparently for Survivor Series. Uh, has you in the ring, and one of the best shots ever is having Becky Lynch go to the top rope, and all you see is your face in her ass. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's just, seriously, there's, uh, I'm showing the photo, that's. Oh, her, her, that makes sense. I thought that was a dream. Her bending, Turns out I just watched it on Twitter. On, tw- on, on, the, <laughs> on the Twitters. Um, and now I have to probably get an Oculus and, and start watching. Uh, worth it. With, worth it just for that. Worth. Let me ask you a question. Do you have context, though? I do. You do? Good. Why? Because they're a bitch to fucking wear with that fucking Oculus. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Glasses suck. Suck. <laughs> I'm sure they do suck. Um, anything else out, outside of the ring? I have one more thing. Uh, the MJF thing from this week about the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. Mm. Apparently, he was behind that attack. Now, I know we haven't gotten into AEW from last week, mm. and that's when the attack happened, mm. but... I don't know what MJF is trying to do. Like, is he trying to build his own stable now? Wardlow, have these other two dudes. Mm. My other thing was... Uh, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into AEW. We'll get into AEW. This is my last, my very last out, outside the ring thinking. I, I read this and I, I apologize for where I got this from. I Never apologize. I, I, <laughs> I wanted to give credit, but uh, I, I totally forgot. Anyway, I found this interesting. For 2019... They gave a list of the top 10 wrestlers that WWE has given up on. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give you the 10 really quick and see what you think. Number one, Damian Sandow. Uh, no, what? <laughs> That's from 2015. Um, all right, so 2019 wrestlers that they, they gave up on. Number 10, Drew Gulak. Okay. 
I see it. Number nine. Had him cut his hair and everything. Number nine, after signing a agreement and uh, asking for a release four months after said agreement, Mike Kanellis. Yeah. Number eight, Mojo Raleigh. To me, it seems like he's more of an ambassador at this point than like a wrestler. Or is he more of a 24-7 chaser? That too. That's what you get paid for. Ambulance uh, chaser. Ambulance so chaser. <laughs> Number seven, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, he got buried after that whole Brock thing with Ray. Yeah. Quick. Uh, number six, and which is, I, I don't understand why, Cedric Alexander. That's a Vince thing. Just, That's not a crowd thing. That's a Vince thing. I just don't get it. Me like neither. He was, he was so good. And How many stuff has Vince McMahon do, done that you're like, yeah, I get that? Yes. Not much. It happens from time to time. Yeah. Every now rare, and then. Rare. Rare. Yes. Very rare. Very rare, yes. Uh, number five, which is on this list, which I, I, I don't see how that's this is a thing, but Mustafa Ali. Um, I think it was after the whole Kofi thing. I guess. But like after the injury and shit like that. But I mean, I think he's back on track. Uh, number four, <laughs> definitely the Iconics. Yeah. Well, me and Joe were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Peyton Roy smoke show. Smoke show, just nothing to, at all on TV at all. It, Billy's worse, though. Mm. Billy's worse on Mike on, on, in the ring. Mm-hmm. And looks wise as well, <laughs> but we were talking about how. Uh, well, I was actually talking about if you take away Billy from Peyton, mm. Billy would look so much better. She looks hot. Yeah, Billy's hot. I, if you see like photos of her, like even without makeup, she's but hot. Peyton is smoking. I, I, I know it's like it's, it's like 15, it's like fifteen to her eight. <laughs> do you remember the movie Hall Pass? Yes. Remember when? Uh, uh, who was that? The, it was the dad from Step Brothers. I forgot who it was. Robert? No. Robert Duvall? No. No, anyway, that's yeah, a guy that's from Gonzaga. Yes, yes. He goes like this. Now look at this, and he he brings his hands together mm-hmm. and forms shape of a U. Mm-hmm. And he's like, now she's ugly. Now, she- <laughs> now she's hot. It's the cheerleader <laughs> effect. Cheerleader effect. <laughs> you got to block him out. That's right. Um, it is a cheerleader effect. They had that on uh, on How I Met Your Mother too. Uh, number three, EC three. Yeah, done. He's 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 done. Number two, Luke Harper. He's done. Uh, and uh, the the they actually just had him uh, report that he's he trademarked his. Another name for his uh, his exit out, and number one, of course, has to be the rocket ship up his ass just to lose it in a squash match against Lesnar, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I gave him the tag title though. Okay, like no kind of re- rematch for uh, his belt. Nobody gets rematches anymore. But, but it just it was complete burial. Like they're just done. I, I don't know. What it was happened. so stupid. This where anyway. it was dumb. I'm dumb and stupid. Stupid and dumb. Anyway, stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> stupid. Uh, so AEW Dynamite. Let's talk about one thing. Oh, so we're first. going straight to Wednesday. So Monday's out. No, no, no. I'm talking about last Wednesday. It's where we left off. Last Wednesday. Go ahead. Yes. Um, AEW Dynamite. Yes. Soul Train Jones. No, I thought that was hilarious. How the how the, un, how the unmighty have even fall, fallen even further? Uh, he went from signing, you know, no one at a book show. Those, those pictures are just sad. They're so sad. They're so sad. I feel so bad. For Shout that. out to Sam Roberts. I got to give Sam Roberts one thing. What's he that? resurged Virgil's career. Hmm. He talked about Virgil so much, and then the people were like, oh, I guess Virgil's still out there. <laughs> He's still a thing. That was just incredible to me. I... Uh, Soul Train Jones. It, apparently, Soul Train Jones was a real person. It was a boxing champion. Okay. Because that's exactly what Soul Train Jones had on his fucking shirt. Yeah. His shirt actually said Soul Train Jones boxing champion. 
Now, to me, I don't remember um, Virgil being a boxing champion. No. Yeah. Maybe Golden Gloves. Who maybe, knows? Maybe. God, Not really bullshit. sure. Not really sure, but all right. Um. <laughs> and this Thanksgiving celebration. We just got to go through that real quick. Yes, please. When Santana and Ortiz came out with that Puerto Rican gift basket, I lost my shit. Chancletas in the. Uh... <laughs> he was like, he was like, we got you some chancletas. <laughs> now, all my Spanish people know that these also double as a weapon. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> he gets a picture out, Papa Dios. <laughs> <laughs> the whole uh, and a little bit of the forty, which you can actually buy on Pro Wrestling Tees right now. And did you? Almost. Should have. I should have. Sorry. It's all right. Uh. Oh, and Ted Irvin, his fucking dad coming out in a Ranger jersey to all heel boots. Yes, awesome. Yes, was yes. epic. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Dasha Fuentes is back on AE Dub. Oh, by the way, yes, God as Dasha Gonzalez. Mm. So that was interesting. The, what do you got? My uh, my notes from last week were um, <laughs> that the opening segment uh, that they had, which was with Jericho, uh, it sounded like shit. And it's, uh, it sounded like if you were in the arena and listening to microphones from crappy speakers. Yeah. They, it took, it, this is two weeks in a row that they've had issues uh-huh. with sound. And then, <laughs> God bless them, my <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Confidant? JR and not not so much uh, Shivani, but mostly JR is slowly becoming my favorite slash least favorite thing about AEW. Yes. Because he he's, I can count on him for being just JR, good old JR. But then now it's become to come to the point where there will be things that come out of his mouth that you're just like, what <gasps> the shit? Oh, I got one. And that for me, Hold go on. ahead. No, 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 go. Keep going. That for me was JR saying yes. that Emi Sakura. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> never yes. knew Freddie Mercury could look so oriental. oriental. Yeah. And then he said, uh, Asian. Uh, uh, and yeah. then Excalibur <laughs> having to just cover for him. What? I'm going to bang my head on the mic. Excuse me. Uh. <laughs> what are we doing, JR? I wrote that down. That actually, was one of the things I was going to get to. I remember, and uh, full disclosure, I remember I was sitting on my couch, high as shit, and I'm eating something. I, I, I even in my high state, went, huh? <laughs> I had to look up and rewind what I just heard. And you're eating an Oriental salad from <laughs> from Wendy's, and you're like, what? Oh shit! <laughs> this is laying on my Oriental rug and just <laughs> from Oriental trading. Oriental trading. I cannot believe. <laughs> That JR just said this words came out. And Excalibur, you could just hear like the backtrack of him trying to like backpedal and be like, no, JR, it's, it's, <laughs> oh my God. I almost just wish, wish Excalibur would have been like, hey, bub, can't say that shit. <laughs> can't no more, say right? that, dude. <laughs> you cannot say that. You can call anybody a bastard. You can't call him he Oriental. He said though. Oriental. I could not believe he said that. And <laughs> actually, it was, uh, that was, <laughs> there was a precursor to that where he called Trent Taven. Taven. <laughs> it was like, come on, dude. My like head, head in my hand, I can't. I get just, your shit together, man. Dude, it's just, listen, I marked out. I fucking laughed, bro. That made me laugh so hard. I paused it because I was like, I need to get this laugh out, and then I have to write it down in my notes. Yeah, and it's yeah. gonna take at least five minutes for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> just unreal. Oh, and then the other thing that uh, Excalibur. Speaking of Jr. Also, my other my last note for last week's AEW was that Excalibur having to remind Jr. Um, that the, the championship matches are sixty minutes in AEW. Yes. 
and not not twenty. Well, you think that he would have uh, known that? I'm just saying. Yeah, but do you also did Justin Roberts say that it was a sixty minute match? Yes, he did. He did say it because I'm pretty sure before in other matches that had that main evented, even if it was for the ti- was that the first main event title match? Mm, I'd have to go back on 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 Dynamite. I'd have to go back and look. See, I always thought that I, I could be wrong, but even with title matches, I thought it was still time remaining. But I guess um, now that now that I'm actually thinking about it, all the the main event title matches were on pay per views. Pay per views, right? So they can go sixty minutes because nobody will give a shit. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this watching this on on Thursday. Actually, I can't guarantee I'm going to give a good answer, but go on. I'm, I'm sure you will. You're a very smart guy. <laughs> I <laughs> nobody's ever said that to me before. You're, you're very welcome. I, Stephen Stephen paid me to say that. So, watching AEW, watching this week's episode, and I'm watching it, and you know, I'm always as a uber wrestling fan trying to see like different nuances of each episode and each week, blah blah blah. And this week's AEW Dynamite had the entire upper area of the arena blacked out. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Well, it's it's a several part question here. Do you think that AEW got into this game too early as far as the Dynamite game? Do you think that AEW cuz I'm trying to think of as far as like what we thought of AEW when like Double or Nothing came out. Like AEW was this like, oh my god, this is the next coming of Christ. When the AEW came out, we assumed that it was going to be all arenas. Like all right, well, if all you're, arena you're, shows. You're going to sell out MGM not, not college gymnasiums. If you're gonna sell, right, right. If you're going to sell out MGM then you would assume that these big arenas are going to get sold out. Yeah. So now my my question being is that do you think that once they announced that Dynamite was going to be a thing, they pushed it out too soon without working out all the kinks because now you have this product that's out there that it happens every week, something goes wrong. There's and I'm, I'm not exaggerating. There's at least one thing that happens wrong every single yeah. week. Botch, on AW, audio, whatever bot, it is. Whatever it is. Do you think it was too soon? Do you think they, they came out too soon without fixing things here? And do you think that the allure of AEW back – think about how it was back in w, Double or Nothing when that came out and how big AEW's name was then as opposed to now. I think they should have done a little more preparation on the time aspect of it. I know they tried to get a lot of it down with the pay-per-views that they've done in the past mm-hmm. before Dynamite was a thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it – the biggest thing I see is timing. You know, knock WWE all you want for their, you know, why does the commercial have to go here? Well, it makes sense. Right, right. You know, you don't have a commercial while the whole angle that's going to be played out for the rest of the year goes on. Right, right. You know, which is exactly what happened this past week on on, on Dynamite. Absolutely. And it was interesting in the aspect that Maybe they, you know, Dustin Rhodes had come out and said that he wants to make an AEW wrestling school. Now, I think you could have started that by getting all of these people who have signed to AEW and trying to get your product and your timing into where you should have it. I think that everything came together at a perfect time. Like that was the optimal time for everything to come into fruition. Right. But... They had so much time from by the time it was announced to by the time Double or Nothing came around. Not Double or Nothing, Dynamite. Mm. That was like six, seven months. You're telling me you couldn't have 
contacted wrestlers to be like, listen, we need people to work on this, this, and that, and then, you know, we're going to try to put stuff together. Practice. Again, knock WWE all you want for their live shows. Their live shows are practice. Right. You don't see an angle in the WWE on television that doesn't happen at least but three to four house shows prior. Right. So it's like that's where WWE is doing it right, even with NXT, because NXT is touring. They're touring house shows. Which are apparently reportedly not doing well. I mean, <laughs> because and the reason why is because they don't um, they don't have the same names like the main names of NXT are not on on the tours. Yeah, you have people like Tenora Conti who are going around, which right. I don't knock her at all. She's beautiful and she's pretty good in the ring. Mm-hmm. You just don't know you don't know her yet. She's not a name yet. Exactly. And, and they're also doing it in Florida too, which makes absolutely no sense because you're in Florida, you're based in Florida, so for you to go out and tour in Florida with these kind of names, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that was, that was my question. My but question it was, was a whole. It, it, it's a whole basis of like if they're not using the people in NXT to do the live shows, then that means they already have the practice. I'm sure they're still practicing. Right. But nobody likes to say that it's practice because it's supposed to be you know shoot and all that stuff. Mm. But that's what you have to do to get a good wrestling show to go. You know. Yeah. They need to. They need to get some house shows going. Um, ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> it's, it is not pretty. And we will get to the botch, which I, I told you earlier, the botch of uh, the, one of the best botches I've ever seen in my life. Um, Monday Night Raw. Which, Hang on. The Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. Oh, yes. Please. Go ahead. Now, they emerged from under the ring a couple weeks ago and attacked Cody. Mm-hmm. The Butcher is actually... Uh, famed guitarist Andy Williams from Every Time I Die. Okay. Metal, you know, the, the scene type thing. Gotcha. So that was really interesting to see. Apparently he's had a, a thrive, not thriving, but he's trying to get his wrestling career off the ground too. Okay. Taking in, the, you know, footsteps of Jericho, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many things go around about why now? Why are you introducing them now? Mm. Now, there's one word. One name mm. that I have as to why you're introducing that specific group now. And that name is the last name on the lexicon of Le Champion. Mm. And he didn't finish the name. Mm. And that was Marty. Marty, Marty, Marty. Mm. Okay? If you have one of Let's say one of Cody Rhodes' old friends, correct? Mm-hmm. Marty Scroll, mm-hmm. who nobody knows where he's going yet. He is a free agent right now. Right. And they're just trying to see, everybody's trying to see where he's going. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a perfect spot to put him in. Resurgence of the villain enterprise, because obviously the, you know, the actual villain enterprise is not going to be in AEW. Right. Because they're still on contract with, with ROH. And I really want to see Marty Scroll on American television. Right. Regardless of where he's wrestling out of, he needs to be introduced to the American wrestling fan. Because the casual American wrestling fan really might not know who Marty Scroll is. Right. If you don't watch the independence, if you don't watch, you know, New Japan, ROH, if you haven't followed the Bullet Club, which honestly if you haven't done any of those in like the past five years, where the fuck have you been? 
you Are go. you even a wrestling fan? There you go. Unless you're a child. If you're a child, I apologize. <laughs> just curse a child. Not really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Marty is the one that should be leading that group. Mm-hmm. Marty and Allie as a duo would be epic. And I just want to see where Marty Scrolls going to end up. Okay. Moxley. <laughs> that was the end of the list. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. It's just it, Jericho between Jericho and Rhodes on the mic for AEW. It's it's just great. Uh, anything else AEW last uh, week? Last week, MJF winning the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Sure, he had to. Yeah, and the Chris Jericho Scorpio Sky match. I have zero qualms about that. I thought that was amazing. That was actually good. Yeah, really good match. Yeah, yeah. And then NXT, which I don't really have that much for, to be honest. Good matches. Nothing really popped. Mm. Tommaso Ciampa versus Finn Balor at the end of that match was mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Good match. That was last week. SmackDown. And now. Oh, SmackDown's right. <laughs> Shit. I know, dude. SmackDown. I don't even have that much for SmackDown either. Let's I don't see have anything what, for SmackDown for last week. Uh, <laughs> I don't have Ziggler and, and attacks Reigns. Oh, Alexa Bliss returns. That yes. was a big thing about SmackDown. Bliss, yes. Uh, Corey Graves made mention to Dana and Batista. I'm sure you want to mess with. You don't want to mess with Big Dave. Caught me off guard. Right. I thought it was hilarious. And Daniel Bryan brings back the S movement. That's everything I have on your SmackDown. Front. SmackDown. Yes. So there's, there you go. Yes. Back the yes Whoa, movement. this thing dropped a little bit. What my was chair, it? My chair. I was doing the yes, and it kind of like. <laughs> All of my look, see, you could kind of see it. If your chair breaks while you're doing the yes movement in the studio, <laughs> I think I might have a heart attack. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Bro, I'll fucking I, die from I laughing. I think I might die. That's <laughs> from choking on my, my own spit. Now, the number one thing I want to talk about on Raw from mm-hmm. this past week, sure, sure. again, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, me, personally, yeah, sure, sure. been a NASCAR fan since I was born. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I have watched uh-oh. live when Dale Earnhardt died. Hmm. I watched that live, wow. February 2001. Mm. It was sad. That being said, uh, I'm so happy Kyle Busch won the 24-7 championship. That's so stupid. What it happened? was so dumb, but I was so happy. When that and happened. Michael Waldrop was the referee? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> everything in my mind was going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. The second that happened, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of you, and I go, what happened to that day when we were sitting here in this very same studio, and we said the 24-7 championship was the best thing that WWE had going on? It still is. It's... <laughs> It still is. Uh, it's just the worst. <laughs> it's now just the worst. I, I enjoyed him and and Carmella running you know, around the arena and, and avoiding everybody, but now it's, it's just it's, it's just so bad. It is so bad. I want to see. Uh, I want to see our truth have the twenty four seven title and run into the fiend, then just lay it at his feet, <laughs> tap out. It's like I'm, I'm out of here, bro. I'm out. I'm, I am out. But it's the best thing going on. All right. <laughs> he just says something like, Listen, I know how the I know <laughs> I know how my people do in these type of situations. Run the fuck out of here. How these people do. <laughs> how my people no, do. No, no, no. Not people, these people. How my, my people, people do, yes. Because we, we die first. Because I was yeah, talking God. in our truth in, voice. Horror, in horror movies, we they die first, you dick. So No, they're always like, We gotta go the opposite way. It's the dumb white chicks that are going, We gotta go towards the shed with all the knives in it. <laughs> Geico. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm going through raw. Why here. can't we get in this running car? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be stupid. Uh, see, Kevin Owens defeated Lashley, and Lot is still a thing. I can't believe it. They were arrested. Why? Because he bumped a, a fake cop with a fake badge. It was hysterical. Um, 
<laughs> Drew McIntyre and Tozawa with a match, and then Andy, Randy Orton came in out of nowhere. Um, Alistair Black defeating Tony Nese, Andrade defeating Eric Young, Eric Young, again, how the mighty have fallen, Eric Rowan defeating No Way Jose, um, Kabuki Warriors. That's, that's two matches in a row where just these guys in NXT were like sub okay, and then they brought them up and they're like, uh, no, they suck. Yeah. Uh, Kabuki Warriors defeating Charlotte Flair, which is, uh, I think, the best match. I'm trying to see what, what else is here. Um, last match was good, too. But, yeah, this this, this two-on-one match was actually, I think, the best match of the night. And I, I we've talked about this before. I know how you feel about the Kabuki Warriors. I still feel, as as heels, they are really, really good. I I, I have definitely come around on the Kabuki Warriors after the Green them. Mist. After Green Mist, Okay. I thoroughly enjoy them, and I thought Flair, even though we talked about how she's starting to get like buried in this like kind of limbo realm that she's in, she put on a, a very good match. So I thought that that was really good. Uh, Viking Raiders uh, defeating Mark Sterling and Mitchell Lyons. I I really had hope for them. Sure. Um, what are we doing with them? I don't know why they're they're fighting jobbers. And then OC uh, defeating uh, Mysterio, Ricochet, and Carillo. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good match too. Yeah. Uh, Again, Gosh, Raw is not doing it, bro. Again, another Raw that I just could could do without. Um, moving on. This is something you want to <laughs> about Raw? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so Lana did... and Lashley got arrested. That's the best thing I thought about Raw. So, so stupid. Um, did you watch AEW or NXT first? AEW. AEW. Yeah. Why is that? Because I did the same thing. <laughs> Why? I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It's the first thing that comes up in my DVR. Okay. No, that makes sense. It is recorded first. That makes sense. It is recorded. Yeah. When it comes up on my DVR, like it'll go, you know, recent to you know old. It's the same time. I know, but AEW is the one that comes first. Yeah, interesting. Not like it's a minute early. It's just the one that. It's not alphabetical. Hmm. <laughs> it's a thought. Could be. You know, could letter, be letter A. I don't know. Could be just taking a taking a shot in the dark. All right, so let's start with AEW. Ah, get it. Shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. Dark matches. Get it. Ah, blah. Um. <laughs> so. uh we start off again with horrible uh, sound <laughs> with AEW and Tony Schiavone being like really low and Jim Ross being low too at some point. And then all of a sudden Excalibur got- was cri- I listen, I said this before yes. the show started. Yeah. It sounded like someone was sneezing while also had their fingers on the entire board. Whoever was operating the board was like, hachoo. Oh, fuck. Shivani's high. Hachoo. Oh, fuck. JR's high. Uh, it's like everybody was. It almost as if like a DJ was DJing dynamite. Yeah, it's like all right, we're gonna low him a little bit. We'll raise him. He's going. We'll go. He'll go. We'll go. Yes, that goes. We'll go. That goes. We'll go. Like it was, the crowd shots were too loud. The announcers were too low. The announcers were too loud. The crowd shot was nothing. Yeah, it, get get a good board up, man. By the way, AEW, I could use a job. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, it was just a weird, weird sounding thing to start off uh, the show with. Um, and then we had, uh, it says here, kick off the show tonight with uh, Dustin Rhodes and Young Bucks versus Guevara and uh, Proud and Powerful. The Inner Circle. Hey. The, the Inner Circle. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. I love <laughs> Proud and Powerful. I'll be honest with you, my okay. two favorite tag teams right now mm-hmm. are P&P and, and Private Party. Okay. Four piece. <laughs> the four piece. The four piece. Even though private party is like every month, like once a month. Dark match. They're another dark match, which I really hate. Mm. I met those guys actually. Real cool dudes. Mm-hmm. Nice down to earth. Mm-hmm. 
paying their dues right before they went to AEW. Mm-hmm. Guess ring bell something. I don't know. Sure. But uh, gosh, they had so much momentum going yeah. coming out of that first round of the, of the tag team tournament. And then, oh. and then murdered. Yeah. Murdered the momentum. Um, so there's that match. There's uh, Trent and uh, Ray Phoenix. I said before the show, uh, and I will say it right now, uh, I was thinking it slowly but surely, but Ray Phoenix is one of the best wrestlers in, in the world. I, and I would say right yes. now, right now, top three. Mm-hmm. I'm saying top three right now. Um, it's Spot just, wrestlers. Okay, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I could, I agree with that. Um, just because you have people like, but it's just so original. Like, like hang on, Shorty G. If you were to put them in a, a collegiate wrestling match, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd take Gable over Ray Phoenix. Okay, you know what I mean. Sure. Also, but, I said it with Steven last week, and he disagreed with me. Mm-hmm. I would really like to see a Matt Riddle Shorty G storyline. Not a whole storyline, but a couple good matches between the two. Okay, just because of their confrontation at, at Survivor Series. When they were just that huge back and forth, okay. never really thought about it until the confrontation at, at, at Survivor Series. Survivor Series. I was like, yeah, you know, that could be good. I wouldn't want a whole program because right. I definitely came out and said, I would love to have a whole program. All right, I get it. I was, uh, it's not a, a good thing to have a whole program. You had a week to think about it. And it, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a stupid thing to say. I had, I had um, about a week and a half to think, and right. I'm like, I take it back. I don't want a whole program, but a couple good matches between the two of them would be pretty nice. Okay. That's where you work that on the house show. <laughs> see exactly. It, work it on the house see, show, Vince. See if it actually plays. Um, and then uh, see Trent and Ray Phoenix. Yes, so I said that. So Ray Phoenix. Uh, listen, I, I get the spot aspect of it, but to do what he does, to be able to walk a rope, to be able to do a back kick off of the top rope, it's just it's impressive shit. And I'm, I'm thoroughly. I still have every yet time. to see if that kick actually lands. Right, because they, they, that's the one. The one, di- one time the camera work actually works out because they switch so quickly that you can't really tell. <laughs> Honestly, you could probably leave it on him. He just does it so goddamn fast. You yeah. don't even know if it hits or not. Right, right. He did it on what Nick Jackson last week? I mm. think it was two weeks ago, something like that. The one on one match, yeah, yeah, that was incredible. Mm. Yeah, he, he puts on a good match, man, and it's it's original stuff that I I enjoy watching. Um, and then his his partner later on had a, a shit show, but we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Schmoz fest, Schmoz, Schmoz, uh, Cody coming out and basically talking about his wife and and uh, then giving up uh, his his watch and his cars and red bottoms and cash and red bottoms. Um, and he also said, yes, that there were botches on both channels. What do you mean by that? Oh, come on, Stop. NXT. Explain. I don't know. Both channels obviously means NXT. I understand that, but I'm saying... Where, I don't know where the botch thing where came was a, from. Where, what spot was it that it was a botch? Unless it was the Keith Lee and uh, uh, Adam Cole spot, maybe that was a botch. He was only supposed to go into the barrier instead of <laughs> he flew. into the crowd. Uh, that, I don't know. That didn't look like a botch. I, maybe... First off, Keith Lee had two of the best gifable moments in the whole year. That one, and what else? Him rising right behind uh, Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I mean, definitely reminded me of the Fiend a little bit, mm-hmm. but he did it so much better. <laughs> he did. Just the way he looked at him and like Finn's eyes, just like I'm gonna fucking kill this guy, yeah. and then all of a sudden, holy shit, that's a big guy <laughs> next to me. It's a big black guy next to me. Ah, uh, see, I, I see. I know you think it, and I have to say it. <laughs> Dick. Um, <laughs> you I, said it. I'm not th- me. I'm thinking. What's, what's the guy? The guy from uh, from UE that uh, got hurt uh, last week? Bobby Fish. Thank you. Uh, that's the only that's the only botch I can think of. Um, it could be. It could have been that. 
NXT really doesn't do botches, they, man. They don't. It's not AEW, man. So Cody, cut the shit. <laughs> this is this is not uh, the regular uh, the mo like you. Yeah, are. talk about how they're cool and how your heart has no more scars on it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, he's, he's he talked about uh, Butcher and the Blade and blah 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 and uh, yeah, then MJF. Uh, I, I'm not doing justice to that that whole segment, but it was a good segment. Um. Joey, Joey Janela is just another buried uh, act. <laughs> I just feel like they're, they're not they're not doing right by him. No, uh, which absolutely is, not. Which is a shame. He definitely thought he was going to come in and get a you know main event a huge title scene, and, yeah. and it's like it's not really it's happening. Not happening. Um, Honestly, it's because he's not really getting over unless it's in a hardcore match. But it, it's, I think it's too soon for him. For him, get him on TV. Yeah, so that's the problem. He's not on TV. Yeah, forget the title match right now or, or main event stuff. Just put him on TV. He is a good wrestler. Yeah, when he doesn't have to use light bulbs. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that's um, what I, I think a lot of people don't know about Joey Janela. He's not just a hardcore wrestler. He actually is a good technical wrestler. Right. Nobody's seen it though because it's not ever on television. Which is why the beginning of fucking YouTube, the beginning of his main event with Moxley was so funny because people just talking about how he's just so. Hardcore. Meanwhile, yeah. like they put on like a technical match for like the first two three minutes. I know. <laughs> Got a little hardcore at the end. But, you oh know, no, you no, but, no! The first couple minutes were were technical, and then it, it yeah. switched over. Um, I, I know you and I, and I, I was indifferent about them. I know you hated them from the start, but Dark Order, uh, and then I kind of came around to your side of thinking. I was like, this this team kind of sucks. I, I don't especially like especially with these promos, man. But see, There's I was no gonna say fucking sense. The promos themselves, I I hear what you're saying, but they're so. Forget the the. I can say forget the concept. Forget the what forget, what the it, forget trash it, all. Forget of what it. it's attached to, and just look at it as a production piece, and it's really good. It's produced very well. It's produced very well. I'll give you that. With that whoever's said, got whoever's got that Adobe Premiere in there, yeah, I'm telling you, doing it really well. <laughs> it's doing very well. It looks really good. They must I, have, I have not seen. <laughs> they should look at that. Um, yeah, it might fucking help. <laughs> They, I've not seen, I've never seen, never, I've never seen a production piece from WWE look as good as this past week's Dark Order. Yeah, where it looks segment. like an actual commercial. Actual commercial. I fast forwarded through it, it, and then all of a sudden I saw Evil Luna at the end, and I was like, oh, this is one of their shit pieces again. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, that was good, but that being said, I, Dark Order still sucks. Um, yep. But that, <laughs> and that's that. Agreed. So now, get to uh, Nyla Rose versus uh, Leva Bates. I did not know how secret hot Leva Bates is. And I'm freaking, I mean, holy shit, dude. Like That scared the shit out of me, man. I said this from day one, though. Leva Bates? Yes. Have you seen her wrestle before? No, but I said this when I first saw her on AEW Dynamite. Uh-huh. I said, yo, Leva Bates low-key got a cake on that. See, I did not see that. I saw that she has like that librarian like like nerd hot look. The glasses, man. I love that shit. I love that shit. But then with the that outfit that she was did wearing. Did you see Wayne's World? Of course. Swing. Swing, swing. <laughs> swing, swing, swing. <laughs> she is she was low-key hot. Now she's just hot. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. We get past the blue hair too. The blue hair, the the put that booty, dude. Like just yeah. holy shit. There, yes, stare at the booty. I can watch Leave a Base, and she can job every freaking day. Every have Leave a Base. Can we get AEW VR? 
<laughs> have lever based job every single week. I don't give a damn. Just put her, put her on. <laughs> put her on and get the librarian. Uh, have his ass get kicked. And then. Did you see Being the Inner Circle this week? I did not. You watch it. Watch Being the Elite from this last week. Okay. It's an Inner Circle takeover. Inner circle. The opening segment is story time with Leva Bates. Really? You have Sammy, Santana, and Ortiz in a circle. Uh-huh. And they're trying to comprehend what she's saying. Right. And then it turns out that, like, Santana is like, I don't know which hoe was hoe and, and what this bitch is doing. And it's like, no, Juan Ho was a man. And he just goes, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. I got to watch that. Um, yeah, so she is. Even if you watch it just for the opening segment, it's just so hilarious. Smoking hot. But that's not the take on this. I'm going to now shut this off. That's not the take on what I'm about to talk about with this match. So Leva gets jobbed by Nyla Rose because what other, what other woman would not get jobbed by a man? Um, well, what? So Can not job. <laughs> Tip you waiter. I had to just leave try that, the veal. Leave that I'll be here all little, week. Guys. Little, little silence. <laughs> they go to freaking picture in picture commercial. Uh huh. Where the best part of the whole damn thing happens. Quite possibly the best part of the whole damn show. I mean, when that does not happen in AEW Dynamite yet, where a referee got attacked to the this extent. Yes, it has. To this, this Mo- extent, Moxley. Put a referee through a table. Oh, maybe not. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Put a referee through a table. Regardless if it was the first time or not, it should not have happened during commercial. Absolutely not. This is what I said with the fucking timing. Referee and then Shayna get put through a table. This, this is, to go back to what you said, timing. Shayna, too. <sighs> Booty song, 100%. Smoke show. Oh, I like the 70s end there. Me, the too. Show. Oh, very nice. Yes, smoke show. Um, Are we in an episode of Starsky and Hutch right now? <laughs> Damn it! I gotta rewind it. Um, yeah, so it goes to commercial, and these picture-in-picture things uh, and the timing on it are just horrible. AEW, get your shit together. Um, and then, <laughs> and then also having not only that be in the picture-in-picture and the, that best part of the of that probably the night, but then you also have the mock of Britt Baker with her hands on her face, uh, mocking the whole thing with with. Uh, they even said, "Oh my God, it's Adam Cole's girlfriend." Come on, man! You're missing out, man. You're missing, Come missing on, on, man. on timing. Missing on timing. Yeah. Um, Le Champion, the lexicon of Le Champion <laughs> series. Get out of 2016, guys! <laughs> All right. The lexicon of Le Champion. Um, For okay, I want to. Oh, and by the way, what? Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. what do you got? I was gonna say the the use of the word shit two times in one week on yeah. two different shows. Yeah. Well, Surprisingly, on Monday Night Raw, first one was bull, so that makes sense. It wasn't just shit, it's but bullshit. bullshit being used on WWE programming. Yeah. Big, shocking. Big. Shocking. Yeah. 2019, hey. still shocking. Let's be honest. For them. There's a reason it was on Raw. Why? Heyman. Come on. Oh, right. Right. You know? I got you. You're not going to have Fox be doing it. But wouldn't you think that would... I understand what you... You're right. But wouldn't you think that would be on NXT as opposed to Raw? Like NXT's like way edgier. Yes. And I feel like there has been. Them dropping bombs like that? Uh, I don't know about I don't that. Know. I don't know. Maybe like a bitch. Yeah, Okay. Here and there. That's as far as it usually gets. Yeah, bullshit, man. Bomb. Kale just came up with the bullshit. No, yeah. It was, the, I mean, the first one was Corey. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was the first one. It just, I loved how they did it. I always get shocked when it I, was, when I, when it I was, hear it. It was perfect. When I hear that. Um, um, really quickly. Yes. Uh, Jericho said something that kind of threw me off a little bit. Okay. He said that <clears throat> on the final episode of Dynamite in 2019, he will be facing Jungle Boy for the AEW world title. Correct. 
on the 18th. So that means there's no... Christmas is nothing. Christmas, New Year's, they're just going to start back up in Jacksonville on the 4th or whatever it is. Is it the 1st? They're on the 1st. Oh, okay. Yep. I guess the 4th is a Saturday. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Sad. Yeah. That threw me off. So I guess they're really actually going to take, quote, an off season. So, well, here's the thing. So, uh, I, I think I told you I was going to going to Florida in the first week of January. Actually, January 1st. I'm, I'm flying down to Florida. You're going, right? So, they don't have an NXT January 1st, which sucks. I know. So, which is why, two things. So, AEW is having their, their, this push for the last match, last uh, title match for Jericho on the 18th against now Jungle Boy. Which is why also... On NXT, Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley are having a pay-per-view style uh, size match on December 18th because uh-huh. that is their that's their last match, their last uh, production for the year until for the year until January 8th. Really? Yeah. And you're already going to be gone. I, I, I can't catch it. I could go to Jacksonville, which is two hours away, and see AEW. I could just might be drop the whole it. family and say, "Listen, there's seven people who are traveling with us. You guys stay in the hotel. I'm going to drive two hours north <laughs> and see uh, and see." Blame like, me if you want. It is my it's birthday. Joe, so Joe needed me to watch the show. I needed to be there research. live. It's what do you want me to do? It's for research. Yeah, um, research. There you go. <laughs> so that's the whole the whole thing was that December 18th is going to be this big day because uh-huh. it's the last day for both brands. That's so weird to me. It's just because it, the way the holiday fell, the Christmas and New Year's are falling on on the on Wednesday. We still got WWE shows. I mean, you still. I'm sorry. You still have you have AEW. When on on the 18th, the first on the first on New Year's Day. But that's what I'm saying. You normally have 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. You have 52 wrestling shows. So apparently, they're taking off Christmas. That's what I'm saying. AEW is just taking off Christmas. Yeah. NXT is taking off Christmas and New, and Year's, New Year's. Unless they are having a Christmas show, and they don't have a New Year's show. NXT, no, they're not. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of weird. We've never really been in a time where there's been an there's no off-season for wrestling. Well, This is the off-season. They're still doing SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, but all right, so NXT and AEW. So the good programs are not going to be on. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So we will not be doing the show for the rest of the month of November. <laughs> December, <laughs> I mean. December. Yeah. December to remember. That's it. <laughs> so uh, AEW, right, back to that. Um, let's the Nightmare let's, Collective. Like that. Uh, let's see here. Uh Nightmare Collective. Did we get to that night? No, we skipped over uh, Chris Statlander. Yeah, because we went right into Britt Baker's action shot. Which yes. It wasn't during Nyla Rose. It was during this one. No. The action shot was during when, he, when what's her name got put through a table. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that, wrote that down wrong. Yeah. Um, so, what the fuck was that shit? For which part? There's so many, what the shit? It, uh, the Kong and Brandy Rhodes part. No, oh. what the fuck was right, so let's, that? Uh, let's skip over Sheeta. Okay, um, <laughs> that was that match was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, Rhodes, I'll give it one thing. I'm really yes. upset that Chris Statlander is younger than me. Makes me feel a lot worse about myself. Good. Now you know how I feel when I'm with you, Dick. Thank uh, you. Yeah, that meant a lot actually. <laughs> me calling you a Dick, sure. Uh, Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong. Yeah. So this whole thing is it, it, uh, way too many. Uh, um, like I wouldn't say cults. Uh, way too many. Uh, Dark factions, Oops. yes, factions between now this and Dark Order and the butcher. Bunny and the Butcher and the Blade and the and the Bit Better Business Bureau and uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of you know those three B's don't stand for Better Business Bureau. 
That was actually really good. Thank you. <laughs> that was a very quick impressive. secret to anybody looking to get a JR tip, get yeah. a southern accent, talk out of the right side right of your side mouth. Right side of your mouth. <laughs> it was more impressive, impressive seeing you actually do it live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare Collective is very weird. And then, <clears throat> um, oh, I had the name here. Um, what's her name saying that she she would come and be accepted in or begging to come in? I, I just had to have. Her. I mean, they just have her as a fan. What's her name? I don't know. I heard. I read somewhere she might. Be somebody oh, yeah, right. from Lucha her. Underground. They just, yeah, they just have her as a fan. They just have her as a fan. So security escorted her to the ring. And uh, Cody Rhodes went on Twitter talking about what happened with the Nightmare Collective, mm-hmm. and the one thing he said was, "Well, did we at least sign her?" <laughs> Smart man, that Cody Rhodes. He's always, he is. always talking business. Always talking business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of what the fuck happened, uh, yeah, Penta, dude. This uh, this might be the the worst match I've ever seen him do, but it also Penta? might be, yes yeah, but it also might be because of his chemistry or lack thereof with Christopher Daniels, and I know we talked about this before the show, and how you think this might have been, like the the match itself was it was a worked botch to me, not good. The match itself was not good, but you're saying that that botch off the rope outside of the ring was worked. Yes, how do you figure? The way that he, I rewinded a couple times on that thing. Mm-hmm. So the way to me it looked like he was going about that move, whatever move it was, was it a, a, a springboard moonsault or something like that? Yeah, onto the ramp. Yeah. So whatever that was, it. The first time I saw it, I was just like, "Oh my god, what happened? What did he do?" I rewinded a little bit, and it looks like he braced perfectly for where he was going to land, mm-hmm. where he put his legs up on. Looked exactly like where he was going to land. And where he landed, it didn't look like it really affected him that much. Like it almost seemed like the, what I took out of it was the way from where he landed, the way that he landed. I was like, oh, he meant to do that. Okay. And then I hear everybody saying, oh, worst botch of the year, worst botch of the year. Maybe it's just something to take him out of action for a little bit. I'm going to have you watch this. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm putting it on I, for, for everybody listening. I'm, I'm, it's on my my computer screen. He looks back at Pentagon, and he's outside of the ring. And so he's 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 holding on to the top rope. He's looking back, and then I'm pressing play now. So there he goes, and boom. What was he going for? Like his his back, his his right leg. Or his left leg hit the top rope, and now the referee has to like come outside. He's like rolling, rolling back in. What part of this? Like, what, what, what was he going for? It looked, it, looked, it looked terrible. What what part of that do you think has worked? Look at the way his leg gets up there. But now they have it in slow motion. Like really, he just like he, he was. He can't even describe what he was trying to do. I know he was trying to go for a springboard, but it was just like the worst looking, like attempt. I, I just <laughs> I don't know. See, so he looks back, and then boom, <laughs> he just and he just falls. Like there was no effort to it. I, I don't know. I just I I feel like he just completely shit the bed on that that work, and it looks. Uh, I I YouTubed AEW Christopher Daniels. And it's it's his first first ever botch, 
It just if you haven't seen it or you know, obviously watch Dynamite, but it's on YouTube also, and it just it looks so bad. It's not, it's not even like uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's this bad mic work here, um, and boom, boom. It's it's just. I don't know. It just looks really bad. It looks horribly bad. It does look very bad. Um, I still think it wasn't worked though. I don't know why. Just part of me was like, yo, he's a fucking a fifty-year vet, right? You know, why all of a sudden now is he going to pull those botches? Because he's old, or he's trying to get out of action. He wasn't in action the past. He was just out of action. That's what I'm saying. He, but I think he. Maybe he re-aggravated something. He had this match, and he was just like, all right, I need to get out of action. So I'm going to pull off this botch, maybe hurt myself, or just pull it as if you can have a storyline that goes, you know, I'm going to take a step back from wrestling. I'll still be in SCU and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, more of outside than back. inside. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Even though, first off, Scorpio can just take off by himself. Yeah. He could. Yeah. He doesn't need SCU. No, he doesn't. SCU needs Scorpio mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I just thought, and the I, only person that comes out on the shit end of this is Frankie. Yes, <laughs> he's not good on the mic. Um, no, he's not. He's not. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, they agree to disagree. I just feel like it was, it was weird, and also the fact that Excalibur then had to cover for that move. Yeah, and you put him in a bad position when you ever you have it, and because it happens every single time there's a botch, then then the commentators have to go into recover mode and kind of figure out a way to save what just happened. And you just did that with him too. Like Excalibur has this weird like cadence now all of a sudden because he's trying to cover for what just happened in the ring. It's just it well, like a hey, like, oh he must be tired because yeah. his leg is okay. His cardio isn't like Roderick Strong. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, should look, you should look at that. Um, I think Britt Baker knows him. Uh, it was time main events and then Joey Janela and John Moxley who put on a really good match. And again, it was like the first two three minutes were were. Uh, a like good headlocks and technical match, wrestling yeah. match, and then all of a sudden just got to shit with the DDTs and, um, yeah. And, and course, I think, and, and this was this was another mistake of theirs that they did not mean to do. That was actually really good. Was that it was they were at the at the, uh, the ring keeper staple, and Moxley standing there, and the camera Yo, work. The camera work was supposed to be impeccable. It should have been. Because it was it was on him way too long. It was never a wrestling match where it just goes on one shot like a hit like shot like that. I think that was the perfect and the only way to do it. It was it worked out great. It worked out great to the point where, again, I'm looking, I'm watching, I watched a couple times. I'm like, this didn't seem like they meant to do it, but it was like a happy mistake because the camera should not have been on him so long, or Janela shouldn't have taken so long because Moxley was looking at him for a long time. But by the time he came and crashed to that table, boom! All you saw was the camera on it. It didn't leave from that shot. It was great. It was just the fa- it, it it goes back to what we say about all the camera angles. Yeah, it's like when you see it on a person too long, someone's coming out of nowhere. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> and they listened. Yeah, so thanks, Cody, for listening. There, to us. <laughs> there you go every week. So there's your AEW. That was dynamite. Um, and then we finally get at the end. We get Moxley um, and Chris Jericho's uh, showdown, mm-hmm. which. It's, it's going to be set up really nicely, especially if if, if you're not going to have this match this year, which you shouldn't. Don't rush it. No. Set it up for next year. You see how but, many times Moxley was on that fucking list? I know. It's not, he's not wrestling. He's this not year. wrestling. Not wrestling. Yeah. Shameful. All right. Now on to NXT, which, again, 
just just so good. Just so damn good. Uh, <coughs> Killian Dane and Pete Dunne. Great match. Um, what, great, do you, what else do you expect, honestly, from Pete Dunne? I, I know. He puts on great fucking matches, and he will be WWE champion one day. I I, I agree with that. WWE champion or NXT champion? WWE. Okay. No, oh, interesting. All right. Pete Dunne versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> WrestleMania 42. we <laughs> <laughs> like 60. You won't be dead. Um, I, I, I agreed with the outcome. I just, it was weird. And I, I understand now why they kept pushing the injury aspect of Pete Dunne because you just had him go through this hellacious match with and come out looking really good yeah. against uh, Adam Cole at Survivor Series. Uh-huh. Um, also, also the match at, at TakeOver. Um, with the triple threat match was really amazingly good. So him being defeated here kind of when I first thought about it, I was like, well, it's kinda of, it's kinda of a step back for him. But then that's again that's what I was thinking about. They kept pushing the the idea of his leg being hurt, blah blah blah. So it not to make him so look so weak. Um Keith Lee coming out and, and uh confronting Undisputed Era. Adam Cole they should have him on the mic every week. Um Keith Lee. Shayna Baszler and Zia Lee. Uh, it was a quick one. Uh, Bazaile, I think, is is going to be. It, it made her look good because she can, she can go toe to toe with her. Dakota Kai and Mia Yim. Um, Let's get over that one. That did not happen yet. Yes, it did. Not yet. So it was before Zaylee and Shane. No, it wasn't. You sure? I could tell you right now what happened because then they had the Forgotten Sons match, which was a waste, and then uh, they're supposed to have oh. Dakota Kai and and. Rhea Ripley fight, and then Rhea Ripley came out and said, "That's my bad. It is." Uh, um. <laughs> right after the Killian Dane Pete Dunn match, Dakota Kai had a uh, backstage promo. Yes, so and she said had, that she was the one that took out Mia Yim. Hood Rat. That's right. what I meant to and say. She had the Hood Rat segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then Mia. Yeah, and so then Mia Yim came out, and and the two of them went at it. Dakota Kai and Mia Yim. They went out of the ring to set up for Shayna Baszler to come back with Rhea Ripley and basically fight her in the ring. Um, which okay, I know you're trying to you're setting up for the 18th. Um, Cassius Ono. Uh, no, I'm just trying to think about oh. the, like the idea of if it was too soon to have them fight each other. Um, I think it might be too soon for Rhea to win. Yeah, it's definitely to be too honest. Soon. Yeah, I mean, I think Baszler should lose only at like a takeover. Or They'll a go major the distance, pay-per-view. and I feel like if if Shayna does win, it should be a schmaz. It should be the horsewoman come out distracting right, right. and and, and uh, Shayna gets the win. Yes. Um, Matt Riddle and uh, Cassius Ono. Uh, I mean, it was a good match, but you know, Cassius Ono, he doesn't do it. Like, I guess he's, uh, I guess he's a wrestling genius, but like, you come and try to put NXT UK on the map, and then you get beat by Matt Riddle. That was a good match. It was a good match. It was a good Don't match. Get me wrong. Uh, it might just be the physique of Cassius Ono. Uh, I'll be honest. It is disturbing. He doesn't look like a wrestler. He, he should look like he's working for uh, 60 cents per mile for CR England or some shit. That was very specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, why, can I ask a stupid, naive, dumb, probably master of the obvious question? Why would they have him represent UK and not someone from UK to distinguish the brands? Mm. Again, a stupid, naive question. Because if you have anybody else to come in and uh, cement the brand, mm-hmm. it should not be Cassius Ono. That's what I'm saying. They should have someone come in and, I don't know. 
I really don't fucking know. I think <laughs> it was only because he was on NXT television in mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. But in that case, why wouldn't you have Walter, who which is, is your NXT UK, UK champion. champion? Right, which they made a huge mistake. The one mistake that they made out of that men's Survivor Series match was have him bow out so quickly. Yeah. He made him look like he's this dominant guy. He made he's him the look ring so, general. Yeah, he made him look so weak. Like, why would you have him? He didn't look weak because he put on an excellent performance. He did. He looks weak because he got kicked out so early. That's the only reason why he looks weak is because he did get kicked out so early. Mm. But the performance he had oh, for those. in the time that he was in there yeah, was a couple of minutes. exceptional. Absolutely. Go ahead. You, you can got it. It's done. Not exceptional. That's not the word I'm looking oh, okay. for. All right. Just make sure. Exemplary? No, I think you were right the first time. Yeah. Eh, it was probably exceptional. <laughs> I try to get fancy with my I like words. That we, we try really to, work. I like that we try to work these, these things out together. It all works out. Um, yeah. The guy with the blonde hair. No, not that guy with the blonde hair. The other guy. The other guy with the blonde hair. Uh, Kushida and Cameron Grimes. Um, that was a good match. That was a good match, too. It was a Kush- really good match in glad, my eyes. Glad to see Kushida's back. Yeah. Um, I could have done without Cameron Grimes at the end of the match, taking five minutes to figure out. It was three. That was three. That was three. Just sitting there. It was just very weird. Um, and then the main events with uh, Champa Lee and Daijakagawa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Undisputed Era. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Much appreciated. Need a tissue? Um what is going on with, if I may ask? So if we're going to do like a triple threat here, mm-hmm. um, I guess, well, the title picture was Champa and uh, Cole and then now obviously the Prince getting involved. But now you have this, this guy who's getting this huge push in Keith Lee. How does he, how do you not see... Him not winning this match in this triple threat for the f- number one contendership. Yeah, I don't. I only see Keith Lee winning it. How do you not? I don't see Keith Lee winning it. Why? Because you have these other two guys who are f- more prominent than he is, and he's just yeah, Keith Lee is more prominent now. Now, but you still have like you had this whole storyline. I I understand what you're saying. I, I get like. Like you had this, I feel like it's like Daniel Bryan WrestleMania all over again, where it's it's uh you had Orton and, and Batista in, in the, the main event, and all of a sudden because now the fans want to want to you know chime in, yeah. you throw Bryan in. I get that. Uh, I still don't see how you can't have like Finn Balor win this. I don't think Keith Lee's ready yet. I understand he's he's a hot thing now, but here's the thing: I don't think Keith Lee's ready to be NXT champion yet. Right. That being said. I see what you're saying. Why Keith Lee shouldn't win? Because I loved I'd love for him to. Win. I would love for him to win too. But I think when he challenges for the NXT title, he should win. Mm. And I don't see Adam Cole losing it yet. Right. So that's why I would agree with you in that sense as to why he shouldn't win. And you have let's say Tommaso or Finn go after it. But any one of those, I feel like should. Going into the match, coming out of the match, they should win. Their right. first title match back, I think they should win either one of them. Mm. But it's, I guess you have, honestly, I think you have Finn win. I think you have Finn yeah. win because a loss isn't really going to do that much for Finn. Right. Regardless, his stock is going to be crazy. Which is why I would think the Champa would win. But goal, like, you know. How could he not get Goldie back in the first, in the first time? Right. 
don't know. That's why we're not wrestling promoters. That's true. <laughs> That's why we talk about the it's shit, that, the bad shit that wrestling promoters do. This is true. Well, listen, I'm look, either way, I'm looking forward to that triple threat. Uh, Absolutely. With Keith Lee. Um, coming up <laughs> tonight, freaking shit. <laughs> um, you guys to talk about SmackDown. I feel like it's just such a waste. Um, you put uh, the king title on Corbin, and he's done shit with it. So now he vows to humiliate Roman Reigns. That is your headline for on WWE.com. Yeah, we'll probably Smackdown get like preview. a freaking... I heard the rumor going around that at some match along the line is going to be a dog collar match okay, between uh, Corbin and Reigns, which I heard it a couple weeks ago, and I've been trying to uh, kind of process it a little bit, mm. but um, it was... I'm I'm actually kind of for it. Okay. I'll be honest. Okay. Think about like all the, you know, Texas rope matches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The strap matches, all all those type of matches, you have both of them tied up and okay. just so that one person can touch all four corners of the ring. I like the concept. I could do it without the dog collar, but you know. All right. Well, is that and then speaking of Roman Reigns, he's going to have a match with his, uh Dolph. Uh it says Dolph Roman Reigns to face Dolph Ziggler as struggle for SmackDown supremacy continues. Um, I didn't know there was there was a battle between Ziggler and Reigns for SmackDown supremacy. Um, and then and also what happened? What happened to Daniel Bryan? I'm more interested in what happened to Daniel Bryan and his hair than anything else. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that Daniel Bryan is going to be uh, getting a new look. Maybe he goes back to the old 2010 Daniel Bryan, the American Dragon. <laughs> that was a thing? He was known as the, as the Dragon, I'm pretty sure. What? In Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. oh, up, right. oh Ring of Honor. Yes, okay. I'm going to this up. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's so good to be back. And it, mu- it is much appreciated that everybody listens. I appreciate uh, Stephen coming in last week and, and uh, filling in and doing his thing and coming with... Much better takes than you ever have. And, um, all right, all right. I got uh, it. Uh, no, Dude, Jesus Christ. No, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, mean to be so mean. Yeah. You don't got to be mean. <sighs> True. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So in, in a week and uh, two days, we have TLC. Uh, and I can't on. even look up uh, anything as far as matches because, as we said before, there's it's, none. There's none. Uh, real quick. Please. Danielson wrestled. For various companies internationally, internationally, using both his real name and his ring name, American Dragon, which later became his nickname, American Dragon. Yep, it's the first time I'm ever hearing that. Really? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it does. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so so whack and naive to anything. All right. Well. Yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm not a boomer. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Effing whippersnappers. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. It's just depressing. Ladies and gentlemen, Get I'm... off my line. Uh, Sons of Slam show on Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So being a huge Beatles fan, you wanted to end the show on what now? Uh, we're going to end the show by playing Here Comes the Sun. And the reason for that being today, December 6th, 2019 that's today would be the 39th anniversary 
of John Lennon being shot by Mark David Chapman outside the Dakota Hotel. So if you guys need any trivia answers, there you go. So deep. I try, you know. Yeah. I love the Beatles so much, man. You have no idea. They well, did a pop-up, like photography pop-up show, mm-hmm. like f- 10 years back. And I went to it. It was in like Soho. It was all pictures of John and Yoko, John and the Beatles. It was amazing. She so, broke them up. Huh? She broke them up. I know. Bitch. Yeah, that's dumb, stupid. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, Yes. We love the Beatles. Yes, very nice. Rest in peace, John. R.I.P. Gone too soon. We will see you guys next week. Oh! What a down way to go. Sons of Slam podcast. 